Hi guys, Esther Kiasumira here and welcome to season 2 of my episodes. I'm still excited, you won't believe. I'm still excited that I've got season 2 because even just doing season 1, I was having so much fun. I did like what, like almost 100 episodes? I stopped counting at some point. But anyway, thank you so much for listening in and today we're going to we're going to discuss goals, you know? Everybody needs to have a goal. Do you have a goal? Do you think about it? Do you think about it every day? Is it realistic? So that's the thing that's on my mind today. And I thought it's something that I would love, love, love to discuss. Because goals are one of those things that, you know, people, they either shy away from or things that they set up when it comes to New Year. And by that same week, say three days into the new year, it's already gone and forgotten. But goals, goals are things that, you know, that, that will drive you. Goals are things that will wake you up in the morning. And if you, if you have a goal, just don't make it realistic, you know, because I used to make my goals realistic. I used to, the, the worst thing you can ever do, I listened to Les Brown and he says, the worst thing you can ever do is to aim low and hit. And that's what I used to do. I used to love playing it safe. Even if somebody said to me that, let's go on holiday, you know? Like my friend would ring me up and say, let's go on holiday. And I'll say, um, yeah, we can go to the beach. You know, we can drive. There's a beach two hours away. And they're like, what? You know, let's get onto a plane. Let's go somewhere, you know? So... <clears throat> If you had a holiday where you're going to drive two hours away, yeah, it's exciting, but it's not that exciting. It's, it's one of those places maybe you've even been to it before, you know. I have friends who go to the same place every holiday because they know it, you know. They don't have to go through any uncomfortable uncertainties. They know what to expect, you know. They've enjoyed it and they'll stick to it. But... For me, without judging anyone, that's not how I have now learned to live my life. Because before I used to live my life like I had a second chance. You know, it was like, after this life, I have another one. You know, so with this one, I can be cautious. I can, you know, I can be careful. I can do things safe. I can hide away. I remember I had a job and I used not to say anything in, in, in the office just in case they judge me. And one day I was having a review with my manager and she said to me, you know, you are bland. And I was like, wow, you don't even know me, you know, because I don't blame her for not knowing me because I didn't allow them to know me. But it's just because I was playing safe. You know, it was a big company and I was thinking, I, I, I don't want to say anything because if I say anything... You know, it, it, I'll get judged, you know. And I had this weird belief about, you know, like where I came from, how I spoke. Maybe I wouldn't be able to speak well. So I had all these fears and, and, and I used to think, oh my gosh, this is because it's an open office. And I would even have like maybe a joke or something to share or, you know, I, I'd have so many conversations going on in my head. But I would feel scared to say anything because I'd think, 
supposing it comes out wrong or supposing I, I, I say something, you know, they, they're using big words. <laughs> supposing I, so I didn't want to reveal my true self, basically. That's all it was. I didn't want to reveal my true self because I thought if they knew my true self, they'd not, I was not, I think I just didn't have the confidence. And I hid away for two years working in that place. And no one would speak to me and I would not speak to anyone until one day I was on the train and I was going into work and I love reading, you know. So I was reading, I think it was a newspaper or magazine or something. And this guy said, who, who was being interviewed, he said, if you don't say anything, if you're somebody who has an opinion and keeps it to themselves, when you don't say anything, you become nothing. And that really scared me because I thought, you know what? It's good that I don't say anything at work because then they know, they, they can't really judge me. They can't really, you know, they can't really talk about me because that was my fear. You know, they're going to talk about me. They're going to say things, you know, because I would see them talking about other people, you know. When they walked out of the room, they said, oh, I can't believe you could say that. So I used to think, you know what? I'm not going to say anything because... I don't want to be sp talked about like that, you know. So I really, really cared what other people thought. And I had this thing in me where I said, even I didn't even feel like I was worthy, you know. I didn't feel like I was worthy to be there. So things like that made me feel very, very insecure. And coming out of it was just that statement, you know. Sometimes all it takes is just you reading something because you are aware of what you're doing and you even feel uncomfortable because I was I'm the kind of person who likes chatting you know I can chat the whole day but when I'd enter office then I'd have this face you know I'd go into this state even when I'm in the lift going up to the office I'm thinking oh my god is my manager in uh, who is in you know and then when I get there, I've worked myself into this whole state and then I'm walking really quickly to my desk and I'm sitting down and, and I'm thinking, oh, oh, my manager is in, so let me check my emails. Maybe, you know, there's something I've forgotten or, you know, so I'm just, oh, I just have all these conversations going on in my head. And then maybe there's the area manager who has come in and I'm even panicking even more. So I used to have a lot of things going on in my mind and I would then be so quiet, especially if they're like managers in and everyone is in and you walk in and everyone is typing and everyone is quiet, you're even scared to say good morning, you know, because you're thinking, ah, if I say good morning, nobody will say it back. And then when you say good morning, only one person says it back and you say, I knew it. Uh, next time I'll say it and you say it with such a shaky voice. So have you been there? So many people have been there. I've seen like when, when I work with people, I've seen like especially new people that start work and, and you see them going through it and I know it. I know it well. And those fears, those insecurities are things that you have to beat because when you beat them, you start to improve on your confidence. If, if, if you say, do you know what? I don't care what people think of me. I don't care what people think of my opinions. I'm going to say it anyway, you know. When you get into that, you start to build up on your confidence. And when you start to build up on your confidence, you start to get confident with your goals as well. You start to even share them, you know. You start to become open. And when you do that within yourself, 
it starts to come out, you know. That's one thing I realized. So I used to have goals, but I'd never share them with anyone, you know. I'd just ha- internalize everything, you know. I, I am such an introvert. I, like, it's, it's unreal. But I had to come out of my skin because I used to feel like what I wanted to say, especially when I started helping business owners, and what I wanted to do was more powerful than my willingness to just stay inside myself. I used to even picture myself talking on stage, you know. But then I would be thinking, who would listen? Who would look at me? So all that impacted directly on the goals I wanted to achieve because I didn't have the confidence to feel like people would believe me or people would actually respond. And there's nothing as bad as trying to achieve something without confidence because even the enthusiasm is not there. You know, it's directly correlated, I believe. Your enthusiasm and what you want to achieve, you know, it's really strong. So I used to find that when I would go there and do something and say, okay, my goal this year is to go out there and share this information. Boom, you know, and I'll work on the information. I'll do it and then I'll find that I want it to be perfect. And that's the worst headspace you can ever be in because there's nothing perfect. I learned that the hard way. But I'll, I'll try and perfect it. I'll try and perfect it. And I'll spend days and days and days. And then when I've perfected it, I'm like, okay, so I have this list of people that believe in me. So I'm going to send it out to them and hope that they read it. And then I'll send it out and nothing. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, have they ignored me? Have they seen it? Have they? And then... I'll get like three people who are unsubscribing from my list and then I'll be mortified. I'll say, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have sent that out. And I'm in so much fear that I abandon everything, you know. And that's my goal, my dream out the window. So I I went through a lot of soul searching and trying to figure out why I think like that. Because I knew it was wrong, but you can't help yourself. And so when I started to read about people that actually did it because I used to think everything that we do everything is from an idea you know that's the thing it's from an idea if you're walking the streets you know they are paved because somebody had an idea and said why don't we pave these streets why don't we build these roads why don't we build a house the Wright brothers they said why don't we fly a plane nobody had ever done that before so I'm thinking my ideas are also something that I will create that will be amazing. So why do I think like this? But I wouldn't help myself. I'll still think like that. So I was like, I'm tired of holding myself back because at times you'll get there and you'll say, I'm tired. I'm tired of holding myself back. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it anyway. Sometimes you'll chicken out <laughs> because life will then, you know, life will say, come over here and it will give you a good beating and you'll be thinking, ah, oh, I really can't do this. Or you'll fight through it. So that confidence, once it's inbuilt in you and you start to love yourself, I go to a level where I used to say, do you know what, Esther, I love myself. You know, no matter how many mistakes I've made today, I still love myself. And I've learned from them, so they are not even mistakes. They are learning experiences. But you have to keep talking to yourself because then you have more confidence. And then when you have more confidence, 
you dare to dream. And that's the place you want to be, you know, where I then one day say, do you know what? I'm tired of driving two hours to go on holiday. I'm going to Miami. And wow, I remember the first person I said it to. And they looked at me and they're like, wow. And I said, I had no idea how I was going to get there. I didn't even know how to get to Miami or anything. But I was like, I'm going to Miami, Florida, in America, you know. And I'm going on holiday and I'm going for two and a half weeks. And I just said it out loud and I felt powerful. I felt like, actually, that's a good goal. It felt huge, you know. And now I was more enthusiastic and that's when it linked. And I was like, actually, when you set huge goals, the enthusiasm kicks in. You wake up in the morning and you're different. You're working towards it, you know. It's still realistic, but it's huger than the original goal you would have gone for, you know. And that changed everything. It really did because I said, you know what? I'm going to go big. Whenever I have my goals, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to go for it. I'm going to dream because I believed. I started to believe it because I started to say, actually, if somebody has a goal, how, how does it come about? And I said, actually, do you know they see the goal before actually doing it and it, it happening? You know, you have to visualize it. So it's a dream at that point it's an idea but you visualize it but when you visualize it make it bigger you know make it brighter look at it and you'll see that it will give you that added enthusiasm you know so i used to think of my goals and i'd make them brighter i'd make them bigger i'd make them i'd I, I'd, I'd see myself celebrating i'd see myself living with that dream after it's happened you know it's like a resolve it's done and i used to think wow that's how to do it because i thought about it and said when i see when i when i'm watching football or rather when my son is making me watch football (laughs) when i'm watching football and you see they're taking a free kick for those of you watch football it's like they're telling you to kick the ball towards the, the opponent's goal and if it gets in you win kind of thing or you, you go up a, f- a goal or something so it's kind of like trying to really aim it the best you can and you'll see the person will stand there and first look at the ball look at the goal you know and he's just standing there and the reason why he's doing that is he's visualizing first before even kicking the ball he's visualizing kicking that ball into that net and that's what will get that ball into that net the minute the minute he visualizes it you see some kind of what can i call it you you, you see some kind of determination you see some kind of openness and realism in him thinking yeah some belief actually that's the word you see that he believes it even before he was looking at the goal. Before he was just putting the ball down and walking back. But when he walks back, before kicking the ball, you'll see him taking a moment and he'll look at the goal and look at the ball. And I like to say to my son, and I say, why do you think he's doing that? 
you know you know he's visualizing it he's visualizing how he's going to kick that ball into that net or even when you think of the greats like when you think of Serena Williams all those big people who, like she plays tennis one of the tennis gurus when you visualize people like that you'll see that before this is actually Les Brown who was saying it because I love him he's one of the best speakers in the world and he was saying that if you see you know an athlete who traveled so say Serena Williams is coming to London to to play tennis you know and when she comes to London she's not she's not going to go to her hotel you know the day before the match <laughs> London in London go to the hotel sleep then show up and say right so let's play this you know she's going to go there the day before the game or a few hours before the game when it's empty you know she'll go there she'll look you know she'll look at the tennis courts she'll look at the audience and she'll visualize she'll visualize it you know she'll visualize winning she'll visualize celebrating and the next day when she plays the game that's what will make her the champion so guys when you think of your goals visualize them make them brighter make them bigger and go for it don't think of small goals those will not give you the juice you need go for the big ones go for that dream you've always wanted go for that house you've always wanted and so many people when they talk about dreams they just think of money <laughs> and they say yeah i want to be rich i want to be a millionaire no it may happen but it's very vague be particular and say you know i want to make a million dollars by december or a million pounds by december and i want to i want to be able to and and set your your, your goals up in all areas of your life not just money you know in your marriage you say I want to have an amazing marriage. I want my wife to I, I want to go out with her like three times a week. We go for dinner or I do something nice for her. I want to have a good relationship with my kids, you know? I want to have a good relationship with my friends. Set all those goals because all of them will affect the way you are in life, the way you're seen, the legacy you'll leave. So guys, I got to go now and start my day, but I just thought I'd share that with you. So that you can start to think what kind of goals do you have you know and when you're setting them are you setting them and are you very realistic you know are you playing it safe or are you going for it are you thinking do you know what why don't i live a good life why not me you know why not me let me really go for it let me let me write this thing down and i don't care how i'm going to get it but i will and then start thinking about it because when you start thinking about it it will open up your mind and you'll start to find slowly ways in which you can get it and it will stem from habits tomorrow we'll speak more about it because it's something i feel is important because when you set goals and you say i want to make this much money then that's how you start to focus more on your business and then that's how I'll be able to teach you how to look after your accounts and then you'll start to see the importance in that. But if you don't have the goal in the first place, then it's hard for you to really want to make your business work. 
you just want to make it work so you can pay your salaries and meet your bills. That's not why a business should work. You should have a dream. You should have a goal. So that, my friends, is what I was dying to talk about today. Tomorrow I can't wait to speak to you a bit more about it because this is something I feel very emotional about because I feel like it gives you the general direction of everything that you do. So my friends, have a lovely day and we shall speak soon. Bye now.